Why should you visit King's Dominion? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at King's Dominion, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. The all-new 4D Spin Coaster Toonbeely is now open. Save up to 30% on tickets at kingsdominion.com. Polarizing internet sensation, like it or not. Kevin Samuels has passed away at the age of 56 or 57. Um, Black Twitter is in an uproar. Um, Thoughts? And then I want to talk about gender roles. Um, my thoughts do not extend past um, he lost his life and that's sad and I think my thoughts about what he did during his life are separated from that Um, that's just my objective thought about him passing away Um, and I think when I originally heard it first thing that I thought about um which does connect to knowing what he did during his life was like as a Christian, more so just interested to know like what the judgment of those things look like. But that's, that's not something I can come to the conclusion of. It's just something that I know I considered immediately. And Mm. it was like, huh, I wonder how that goes. (laughs) Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I can make assumptions, but. I don't know. And that's that's just an interesting thought I've been thinking about for the past few days since he passed away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also interesting to see people's very, very, they're very blatant and um, unashamed responses to his death, uh, which is also polarizing. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, there's a person that died and that's all you should care about. And I think that, yes, and then also I get why some people, not just women, because it's been men and women I've seen this say uh, things like, you know, women are responding, Black women are responding to Kevin Samuels' death with the same amount of respect that he gave them while he that he was alive. And I've also seen someone comment and say something that, like, the people who are deciding that people shouldn't have opinions about who he was just because he's dead are gaslighting women who consistently felt diminished or disrespected by him um, in response to his death. So So this may come as a, as a shocker, (laughs) Um, but I actually when when I heard about his passing, I was like, wow, that, that's unfortunate because he was only 50, 57, I believe. So it was it was very young for him to be for him to pass. Um, but at the same time, you know, God lets you know when it's your time, it's your time. When it comes to Kevin Samuels, I have mixed opinions and mixed views. But, but I say all that to say, like, I've never been the one to listen fully to some of his shows. But mm. I've seen certain clips of him to where 
he was like um to where if you listen to the full and like to the full extent of his shows he's actually for black women and black men being together but he's all, but it's to the point where it's like he wants to make sure that we are both at our best selves when we decide to be together right and i and i think that that's what people don't really like get from him because they only see the clips that the blogs pull it, put out they only see the clips that you know that certain people not even the blogs whoever it is they only see certain clips these clips of him like oh but you're you weigh how much again okay so why do you think you deserve to have a high value man at the same time that he's done it to black women he has also done that to black men as well. And he said those same things to black men, but it's not, those aren't the trigger things, like, right? Because black men are like, well, whatever. Like, you another black man telling me, like, I don't, like, that's not going to gain attention. What's going to gain attention is him being a black man talking about this or talking about these specific things to black women. But if we're just looking at it from just those, like, clips that are being put out on, like, the public platform, and not really listening to his full like shows, then we see it as like, oh yeah, he's always attacking black women. When it's like, no, I actually saw a clip the other day when he's like, at the end of the day, I want black families to be together, but I want us to be at our best selves when we are together. And so this is, and then on top of that, his whole listenership is black women. So if I'm a black woman that's consistently calling his show, right, to get advice or whatever, then it's kind of like, that's, that's on us. That's on us for steaming or stemming, like, like for pushing his agenda, not even his agenda, for pushing, like, whatever the blog's agendas are, because that was never his agenda. His agenda was to make sure that black families were together. So that's why I'm like, this may be shocking, because that's not, like, it's probably not what y'all thought I was going to say, but <laughs> that's my standpoint on it. It's like, my whole thing at the end of the day is, like, at, at the end of the day, he was... He definitely caused like, you know, a lot of like turmoil within like the black community. But those are just people who didn't listen to full to everything that he fully had to say. And that was the unfortunate pieces. And the, also the fact that he passed so early. I want to speak to that. I don't know. Y'all want to share your opinions first. I don't want to. Right, you can go ahead. I mean. Yeah. OK. I just want to speak to what you just said about people not having watched the full thing. So, um. I watched quite a few of his um, lives, mainly because I kept finding things that he would say just so sometimes <laughs> ridiculous that it was funny and not his opinions per se, but often the delivery of them that it was like, Kevin, what? So like I, I would like literally screen record some stuff to keep because it just was funny to me. But um as a person, I love I him. love how we doing a podcast and Jeff watching the game. I can hear you, bro. That's why I muted it. Not the producer <laughs> don't know how to mute himself. No, no, I, I'm not watching the game. My brother's listening to his phone. Outside. I heard and, and Joel and B <laughs> slams it for two. I'm not watching the game right now. I promise. Slams it for two. Bang, Jeff my, t- bang. my TV ain't even on. <laughs> Jeff Call is like my job is awesome, I, baby with the capital no, A. Right. <laughs> Jeff is like I mean I am here. I am here to another love basketball moment. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I know I know Spalding made dresses. I know Nike made dresses. No, Jeff that's what I heard all in the background. She should have got Jeff beat said, up. Don't that. do that. I got your back, Jeff. <laughs> oh my god. No, but uh, <laughs> as someone who as someone who did watch a lot of his lives in their full extent. Um, I 
and as a person who I, I I do I do see myself as being a pretty objective person, and even as a woman, being a lot more logical than I think a lot of people assume women are naturally or can be. Um, I just I just am that way. But and so taking out the the distractions, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater at the basis of what he's trying to say, his opinions were not as extreme as I think a lot of people would suggest. I think that a lot of what he said, if we if he had delivered it differently, would be things people don't want to hear that are not easy to hear. But if mm-hmm. we all were listening to someone who delivered, if we heard Barack Obama say the same things in a Barack Obama way, which is laced with compassion, laced with um, some sort of peaceability, it probably mm-hmm. would be perceived and received differently. We'd be like, dang, you convicted me. Or humbly receiving the information um, versus feeling offended. Now, because of his delivery, it's not excused because that was a choice. The way he delivered it, the way he talks to people, sometimes hurting people's feelings, sometimes being disrespectful and having sometimes what I've also seen him do often was have double standards. He would cut people off all the time, but he would literally chastise you for cutting him off as though this was not equal, as though you are my father, not just a man trying to help me. Um, And I think that it is something to say about how your good message can get lost in translation when you don't have good delivery. And so I think that unfortunately was something he didn't master. But what I did see towards the end of his life was that the last two things that he did, he started to get a little softer. And it was interesting. And I hadn't been watching him recently. I just went to his page after he died. I was like, let me see what he was doing recently. It was I saw two two different instances where I was like. Old Kevin, I'm talking about just last summer, Kevin, that I was watching all the time, would have been cussed you out, been hung up on you. And I could see it in him. He was like, ma'am, I'm trying to, I'm trying. Ma'am, I'm trying. And I was like, he just wants to call you ugly. Because it was one of those where, you know, (laughs) she, they were sitting there and the lady objectively just wasn't, she wasn't somebody that walks around everybody's like, oh my God, she's beautiful. But she wasn't ugly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's going to like her, but it was probably the man that he said would like her because that was her, her level per se. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that he just wanted to call her ugly and he would have last year. Recently, it was like he had <laughs> You lucky to say last year. He would have tried. He Lame. was trying. He was trying. And <laughs> I don't even know. And I think if that more time had passed, we probably hopefully would have gotten to the point where his delivery was not so distracting. But he said, and I, I, to an extent, I get the bottom line message because I often tend to be the person that my friends say are just blunt. You're so matter of fact, you get straight to it. And I've been called different things that I don't think are are true about my character. And I've had to be mindful of my delivery and timing and things Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, like I'm saying that to say, I understand the people who felt disrespected and tuned out because of it. Mm -hmm. You can't be mad when people tune out when you're being disrespectful and mean. Everybody can't you listen can't, through that. You can't be mad, but at the same time, you got to understand that that's his platform. Like sure. that's his platform and that's how he delivered. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I definitely, I agree with everything you just said. So my thing is like, you can't really be mad at like how, especially if like, if you've seen the clips before of how he would do things or call into shows or, or whatever, then it's like, you can't be mad if you kind of get that same like 
backlash or you feel you kind of get that from him. I mean, I, I had watched him recently before, like when up into his passing and everything like that. So I don't know the softer side. I don't know like the things that he's changed or whatever. Um, I like I said, I just know the clips that I've seen of where he's like, you know, at the end of the day, I and what which I which I enjoy about black Twitter. One thing about black, about black Twitter, they are gonna try to give you both sides. And when I say try is because black Twitter always sometimes doesn't always nail it, but shout out to black Twitter. Um, they will give you though, like the opinions of both sides sometimes. And in this case, they were like, no, like y'all have to understand, like these are the clips, like you know what that people won't show you of him really supporting, like, like you said, a lot of like the things that at the end of the day, where it is kind of like a unity piece or whatever, it's just his delivery was off. Right. And if you, uh, and then I will say this, if you are, if you know that you are like messing up in life or whatever, right. But you, it's like a, a like a subconscious thing. You're, you're not going to perceive people like checking you on your stuff. Right. You're not going to perceive, like, you're not going to perceive that. Well, I should say, like, you're not going to um, be okay with somebody bluntly telling you, well, come on, ma'am. Like, you're you're you told me all of this, but you also doing this, and you're like, ah, but I thought life was going so well. No, you wouldn't have because then if that was the case, you wouldn't be calling me, <laughs> you wouldn't be calling me on this show for advice if everything was going as well as you thought it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And um, and so yeah, and so I, I say that to say also, like a lot of my not a lot, like a couple of my male friends, one of my male friends, he actually was like, I'm about to call out because because of his passing, right? He told me that he was calling out of work. Because as Kevin said, look at Keith. I cannot. Um, but the reason why I say that y'all are probably different though is that he only sent me, like he would only send me the stuff that was that was delivered in like a meanful or like or spiteful way towards women, right? And he wouldn't do it towards me or anything because he I I don't know what his reasoning was. He just I I also want to like to say that he's just stupid, but whatever. Um, (laughs) But I say that to say that there are some men who do take those certain clips and use those against women at the same time as well. So it it goes both ways. There are, you know, there's two sides to every story and everything when it comes down to that. But I just think it was unfortunate the way that if he, if, if the rumors are true, I think it's unfortunate as to how he passed so early. I think um, a lot of times a person's introduction or your introduction to a person drastically, I, I think I think it's safe to say that a person's, your introduction to a person can drastically um, sway how you view them, right? Um my the first time that I caught wind of Kevin Samuels, you know, the many clips, the many viral clips that came about from his show was not him talking to a woman. It was him talking to a man. That was the first time that I found out about him. And I'm like, yo, who is this man? And why is this other dude just sitting on the other end of this phone being berated by him? Right. Um, saw some other clips, was you know, started watching some clips, and I, I'm I'm silly, I so I just like to find the funny and stuff. 
but I knew that there were a lot of people that were opposed to him. I heard him on a podcast, like where they did like a full interview of him. And he really got to break down where his mindset was and why he was doing the things that he was doing and saying the things that he was saying. Right. A lot of it was factual. A lot of it was fact based. A lot of it came from his upbringing. He came from a single parent home and was raised as and was raised as an only child. His father was a philanderer. He had many brothers and sisters, some of which he's met. You know what I mean? And so like the things that he was saying in the time in which he was saying it was very pivotal for someone like me who, let's just say, felt and feels as though there is a certain individual trying to emasculate him. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to see it in real time and to be able to pinpoint Whenever he's talking, I'm like, no, this is exactly what's happening. Like, just, just this barrage of masculine-minded women, <laughs> like overly mas. Like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna do this. This, you know, I don't need a man. I, I, I'm, and if I do need a man, I'm gonna use him and I'm gonna throw him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, without going into detail, like you see this. And you have encounters with these type of people and you start looking at your life and wondering why people are a certain way and why you keep meeting this certain type of person. Um, and so to, you know, so after I watched the, you know, the interview, I really started, I watched, I listened to some other interviews and then I literally started looking at his content because I thought it was a podcast at first. It's not like it's, it's on YouTube and stuff like that and Facebook or wherever. Um, and so I started listening to the actual content and a lot of times I would listen to it like in the morning on my way to work and it would make me laugh. And there was a lot of stuff that I could agree with, but then there were a lot of things that I couldn't agree with. You need to settle for a man, um, that has, that wants to be with multiple women. Sorry, Kevin. I don't, I don't agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you need to, you know what I mean? Not to get into it all, but there was views, strong views that which he had, or at least views that he was just presenting to people that I just couldn't agree with. Um, but I found that the bare bones, they, at the bare bones of what he was saying, I could definitely get down with. I'm like, man, I don't like where you're going with it all the time. And I don't necessarily like how you spoke to this woman. But sometimes you do need to tell the mother, the, the mother of three, that has been divorced two times and got five baby fathers that you, um, you might not want prime real estate. Yeah. Like you, it's not like, we're not checking for you first. And mind you, a lot of the people that he would go off on were people that were saying, I want to, I want a high value man. Why you keep telling all of these women that they can't have high value men? I'm not telling women that they can't have high value men. I'm telling you that you can't have a high, that you, it's not even saying that you can't. He's trying, he was trying to get people to realize there are good brothers that make $40,000 a year that ain't beating you up, 
that ain't, you know what I mean, that will take care of you and, and your kids and do all of this and that. And you're overlooking them and you will continue to have a life of unhappiness because you're looking for this fairy tale. Can I add one short thing in that right there? Because mm-hmm. he also what thing I think people misconstrued often that he's brought up the topic of high value men. Even men were constantly calling in thinking that their money was what made them high value. And he had to keep reiterating over time that high value was connected to the network of people that you had around you mm-hmm. and the quality of life in which you have created, whether mm-hmm. that is via career or the rapport that you had mm-hmm. with people. And it was very little about money. And I think he insinuated that at the point in which you probably are high value men, money is, is will come. Money has mm-hmm. come, but that is not the standard or the requirement to be a high value man. It's just a, right. a result of it. Good point. And I also want to say that he was coming from, first of all, I'll, I'll say this about Kevin and, and his character. And, you know, like, well, he was down in women. He was down in women and up his views and this, that, and the thing. I would say ultimately, I think like there's a certain point where we can all say, yeah, you was definitely doing that for that for a little for a little period of time because it just got outrageous. And then we we did catch a glimpse of like the like, oh, he's mellowed out a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean, because it was it just got too much like you. They would get on the phone They would get online when you just start going off. It's like, fam, they even we don't even know how old they are yet. You going in like really took everything as disrespect. What? Nah, this you like I know you're not, I know you're not smoking on, on my show. No, but nah. he would ask somebody their age, and one time she was like, Guess my age, and he hung up on her. I'm hanging up on you. I'm hanging up on you. This is not what we doing. No, he said, Don't play with me. Don't play with me. I'm and here's here's the thing. I don't think people always understood because they were seeing the clips and stuff. They weren't always seeing that he's doing a show. Mm-hmm. And and he's here to, as he was saying, like to help people and get people to understand certain things like you have to understand and remember or know he was an image consultant. Mm -hmm. The show started off with him um, consulting men on their image. The show wasn't taken off, but he was still doing it because he was an image consultant. Women started calling in. That's when the show got big and during the pandemic, they started calling in and asking for advice and asking to be consulted. So that's why you get, oh, well, what type of man are you looking for? I want a man with six figures and he in this certain type of space. Well, okay, well, how much how much you weigh? What would you rank yourself? But just what would you rate yourself from one to ten? Because. Ma'am, these are this is from a face value standpoint because men are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. They're going to see you before they see your personality. So mm-hmm. you telling me that just by your looks alone, you're going to attract this high value man that can that is that got the pick of the litter. He got more than just you seeking after him. And you telling me just you telling me just because you want one, one is just going to fall into your lap and should have fallen into your lap 12 years ago. And you've been divorced three times. I guess it, my only beef was that was when it came down to it was the whole weight. That's I was just because y'all know y'all, y'all know how I feel about that. But that but, was but you but that's the thing, right? You can beef you can beef with that. 
but you can't what you can't beef with is somebody's um uh a proclivity to to or let's say not proclivity but you can't be with somebody's preference he's saying like because i'm a i'm a i'm a image consultant and i've mm-hmm. consulted men and these type of men that you seeking after i know the type of woman that they looking for mm. they and that's come not in, even to, that's not even to speak for the few people in between that do want something different because it's not to say that he's right. speaking for every single man True. Right. But he never acknowledged the 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 men the people who were in between, and I do get that. Right. Yeah. It's like no, y'all just go straight to this to this man and making all of this money and is in this space and is a pseudo celebrity and all of this type of stuff. It's like, well, ma'am, you don't fit the you don't fit the mode of what they looking for. All rip. Now you might have the dopest personality in the world, but at face value, you think he's coming to approach you first. When all of these other women are after him and they fit the criteria of what he's looking for, you can be you can be 300 pounds and five two all day. And yes, somebody is going to love you. But he's he's speaking to this this hyperbole or this or this, you know, this man oh, well, like this whole um, knight in shining armor. This and that got Disney. Disney got us jacked up. Like well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be up in this tower, and this man with that's making six figures gonna come and save me. It's like the probability of that is not likely. So I'm speaking to the mean. Nah, he shouldn't be telling. He shouldn't be down in women. I'm. The Bible says a kind a um a a. Uh, uh, a strong rebuke from a friend is better, is better than, than from an enemy. Yeah, mm. I feel I'm tell like I'm telling you what it is, and I'm I'm really trying to help you. I may not be it may not be packaged the nicest, but I really am trying to help you. Everybody else out here is telling you, oh no, you can have whatever you want. Just think it and believe it. And da, 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 da. it's like, fam, you not even putting yourself in a position to be to be had by anybody and i will say this about what i've been trying to say about kevin is he scaled up as any business they always want against this he scaled up too fast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. his talent or let's call it talent for now took him where his character couldn't necessarily keep him right and so like and he he wasn't even realized. I feel like a lot of times he failed to realize. Like fam, um, take a step back and maybe like maybe present yourself better. So and just let everybody know exactly what it is that you're doing, so that because <laughs> you don't have to be hated. <laughs> you could just tell people exactly what you was doing, what you doing one time. <laughs> Make a whole video of what you're doing. Say it in the nicest way possible. And then revamp this whole thing, you know what I mean? Because these new people that are coming and they catching your clips and then they watching your show or whatever, they don't know that you're an image consultant. They don't know that you started off with men first. They don't know that these women are calling and and, and arguing with you. Talking about they don't need a man and having whole conversations with you talking about they don't need men and men are useless and pointless and all of that and they can survive without men. They don't know that. What they see is you going off and telling a woman that you can hear, you can hear the cholesterol in her voice. 
they hear you. They hear you telling a woman that she weighed as Key. much as a linebacker. <laughs> That's what Key. they hear. And saying that her name is Shirley. Yes, Big Shirley. I'm oh, playing the clips of Big Shirley and stuff oh, like that. Gosh. Big Shirley was the the moniker, not the moniker, but the name that represented a an idea of a woman that he always said. Everybody who fought listened to him to any extent amount of time heard Big Shirley at least once. That's what he called. Oh her. my goodness. And he asked He's your dress your dress size. He would tell women they were lying. I also what I did not like, I guess from the extent of what I know. And I love Cruz humor. So like I love I loved it all. Okay. I told you. I, used to, I told you I used to screen record. Just, I'm just like as silly as you. But what I didn't like also is what would be like those those men who thought they were high value, who weren't really high value, would take his word for gold and run with it. Wow. And then like, bro, you don't only, make only because, figures. <laughs> only because they Good wouldn't job, be man. listening to what he'd be saying. Oh, he would okay. anybody who called <laughs> he, the, he would anybody who would call themselves a high value man that wasn't. Tiffany, this is the first clip I this is the first clip I saw of his. When he when a young man who was 24 called in, mm-hmm. he made eight hundred dollars a month. Oh, I heard that one, yes. Um, and oh he God. went in, he went in on him. He said, So you make eight hundred dollars a month, you don't work full time, you still in school, you got this going on, you don't have this, you don't have that, and you think a woman should just bow down and genuflect to you. Yeah. I wish you would specific- I wish you would it's- specifically say the things. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. He also brought up that man's weight. I do want to bring that up at least. He did he bring said, up that he man's said, weight. That joint had me dying. He said, how much you weigh? He said, uh, to what? <laughs> to <laughs> and then he what? rounded up. And then after the dude gave him his weight, he said, all right, so about 300 pounds. Round it up. Oh. He ain't let nobody off on the weight tip. He so said, so you a plush pal. And that's not what he said. Oh, God. Right, don't be using my plush pals. You know, you don't want me to say what he said. Say what he said because plush pals is I'm what not. I use. <laughs> well, say something else. I use plush pals. Anyway. I use plush pals because that's what you use. Hey, thank you. <laughs> plush pals. <laughs> but no, that's like, but they would take those clips though. It do sound like a 70s 70, 70s Saturday morning cartoon, doesn't it? <laughs> Like Teletubbies? Like, yeah, like y'all putting y'all rings together or something. Yeah. By your powers combined. We are the plush pals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this has, this has been thank God for the group chat. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep. Let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. 
Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.